G'day community and welcome to the Jock Reynolds Supercoach Podcast. We're here on the penultimate day of trade week and oh boy was it a big one. Holy smokes. I'm joined this evening by Damo, our man out west. Damo, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Almost had some sort of aneurysm today but that's being saved till tomorrow apparently. Yeah, we do not have time to talk about Mr. Hill um, because goodness gracious me there are lots of trades including from your mob, Foz Daddy. The man from down Hawthorne Town. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm, I've been pretty happy with the day so far. I can imagine. We'll jump straight into it because there were oodles of trades and we're still trying to keep these things as mini pods. So we'll throw straight to you, Jonathan Patton, to Hawthorne for a future fourth rounder. What does what does the Hawthorne Footy Club have on the Giants? Have they got like, you know, you know, Goss? Have they got some sort of trade secret that will ruin? everyone at GWS, how do you keep doing it? Well, it's it's interesting the way it's structured because from if you just look at it, excluding all other deals, it looks like yet another steal for Hawthorne. Um, I don't know the details, but I imagine Hawthorne's paying the majority of the money just because it was a future fourth-round pick. Um, but straight away, that pick has gone to Adelaide for Sam Jacobs. So it was clear that that was probably in set because people are looking at it, oh, well, Sam, it's actually Sam Jacobs for John Patton, which is pretty much what it is. Um, obviously, they wanted to offset that potential loss of compensation GWS for Adam Tomlinson. Um, so it actually is a fair deal for both parties involved. GWS get a Ruckman, Hawthorne get a key forward. And for actual team balance, it's a pretty fair trade. Adelaide are the ones who are getting shafted a little bit. But in saying that, they're already going to lose into free agency. So the fact that they're getting a, a fourth-round pick out of it um, sort of means that they're getting something instead of nothing. Um, so I'd say it's a pretty fair trade. In regards to Supercoach relevance, um, you boys... Yeah, that's what we're the, talking about. That's sorry, the, that's sorry the big I rambled on, rambled on a bit too long about just normal footy. That's not what we care about here. Um, in regards to the Supercoach relevance, you guys, when Sam Frost made his way to Hawthorne, you guys talked about the fact that Sicily should be locked into your sides. Um, I think that's just double down on Sicily this year. It means that John Patton in that forward line means we're going to have a big hulking full forward. We're not going to have to rely on potentially swinging Sicily forward if we're running out of goal options. Um, the word is that Patton's been fit for the last four or five months but doesn't want to actually potentially injure himself by doing full contact drills and doing playing in the knee full or potentially in the AFL if he managed to find a spot there. So the fact that he's fit and he's trying to get, um, you know, try and lean down a little bit to play at Hawthorne in, as full forward means that Sicily won't be required there as much and hopefully can lock down a, an all-Australian halfback spot next season. Um, is there any, I'll throw to Damo for this one, Damo, is there any possible chance of looking to select John Patton in Supercoach in any form? He's going to be about 290000 I believe. So I guess it depends what forward options we're given. But at 290000 we might be able to squeeze him into maybe at the fourth or fifth uh, position in our forward line, just to begin with. Yep, fair enough. We'll, we'll play that one by ear, but early stages, not great. But again, we'll see how it goes. Jacob's filling his spot at the Giants. We'll follow this sort of as logically as we can. Um, Damo, is there any... There's no reason we'd now look at selecting uh, Sam Jacobs now that he's, you know, Sauce has joined Sausage in Shane Mumford at the Giants? No, I don't think so. I don't think he's been Supercoach relevant for a couple of years now. 
Yep, agreed. But the interesting thing at the other end is now that he's left Adelaide, Riley O'Brien, um, he must be looking very, very pretty as a super coach option. Yes, I'm gonna. He, he's on my list. He's gonna, on my list. I'm gonna be looking at him very closely. Yeah, Foz, are you in the same boat? Yeah, it would be two positions to be filled by Gorn, Grundy, and him. Uh, Rowan Marshall was on that list, but after today, I'm going to probably cross his name out. We'll probably get to that a little bit later. Well, we, we may as well jump into that now, now that you've brought it up. That would be because uh, Paddy Ryder and Dougal Howard have both made their way to the Saints. Um, what what will Ryder's impact on Rowan Mabote Marshall be, do you feel, Foz? Well, I'd hope that Rowan Marshall actually stays ahead of him as a um, as a number one ruck. However, it's a strange. It's, it'd be strange to bring him in and pay um, what they did for him um, and keep him in the reserves or keep him as a key forward because I don't think he's actually a true key forward. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I, I imagine that Rowan Marshall will be the pinch hitter for um, for Paddy Ryder, and Paddy Ryder will assume that number one ruck mantle which is concerning for his um, potential position in our Supercoach sides. And I imagine he'll be a, a ruck-only option in Supercoach next season just because that's where he played all his footy this year. So I can't see him taking up one of those two valuable spots when there's other options like your Gorn and your Grundy and your now Riley O'Brien as well. Yeah, agreed. Damo, looking at sort of how Port Adelaide handled that, did Port Adelaide completely bungle that trade? Kane Corns went off his rocker as he tends to do at everything. What, how did you see that, that particular trade unfolding in terms of the the power losing Dougal Howard and Paddy Ryder? I can see both sides to the argument. I mean, on the one hand, Port Adelaide have turned a top 10 pick into two top 20 picks. Um, so that's tick on Port Adelaide's behalf. And they've also effectively... St Kilda has paid effectively pick 18 and pick 62 if we were talking about points, but no one cares about points, so no one's talking about it. Um, but Kane Corns touched on the fact that Port Adelaide don't need picks because they went hell for leather at last year's draft. They need players. So I can see both sides to the argument. I don't think either team has come out too badly from it, though. Yep, and um, looking at, at Dougal Howard specifically, and uh, as dear friend of the podcast, Paige Cardona, tweeted earlier today, Dougal is such a great name, and it gets greater if you say it in a Scottish accent, like Dougal. It's, oh, it's great. Anyway, um, you look at Dougal Howard, does he have a fantasy impact down at the Saints? Well, Dylan Robertson is due to come back. Apparently they've got on top of his issues. Does that free up Dylan Roberton? That's the name I was looking for. Foz, do you reckon Dylan Roberton gets to run around if he's back on the park, which we hope he is next season? Oh, I certainly hope so. It'll it'll certainly free him up. That was one query about him earlier this season, going into preseason, things like that, when people were discussing potentially selecting him, that he might have to take a, um, a, a bigger body in the in the back line, but with um. With Dougal coming on board, then there's potentially no need for that anymore. He can play more of a rebounding role, um, which could be very handy super coach wise So definitely look at pre-season and see how that all shapes up. Um, in terms of Dougal Howard himself, finished the season at 289, 
$1,000 dues. You'd imagine he'd be about that 300k mark as a defender for the Saints. Averaged 69.3 for the year, but had a few tons littered through there. Is there any indication that he, he could be fantasy relevant on his own? No. Um, I wouldn't say so. Um, there isn't, I mean, apart from the couple of tons that he scored, there hasn't really been a, a score that really jumps out of the box and throws itself at you, demanding him to be picked. And um, I know that sometimes a change of scenery can instill a change of attitude, but um, I doubt that's going to be the case. A key defensive player probably isn't going to be high on my priority list. Yeah, I tend to agree. And we look we look again at, at Port, who also traded out Billy Frampton today, who was sent across to the Crows. And with the departure of Sam Jacobs and the, the looming departure, assumingly, perhaps, maybe, of Josh Jenkins, that spells, in my, in my mind at least, a lot of game time for a young key position prospect slash ruckman. Um, and thanks to the wonderful work of Bryce Mitchell over on Twitter, Earlier today, he's we've sort of crunched the numbers, and uh, he'll Billy Frampton will be somewhere in the realm of one hundred ninety k to two hundred thirty thousand dollars, likely as a as a forward ruck. Damo, interested? If I was choosing between Billy Frampton and John Patton, I would definitely go for Frampton first. Uh, I'd agree. Foz, would you agree, or is that sacrilegious against the uh, the, the Hawthorne code? No, I'd probably agree with that. That ruck forward um, du- uh, dual ability or dual position ability, I guess, is um, pretty valuable. Um, also, just if you look at his sample scores when he had good games, he was scoring, you know, 140 to 175. Pretty. Um, I think he had four or five of those scores. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. He was a, a very handy player in the sandfall and, and with two of those um, players that play his sort of role, um, departing the Crows, he'll definitely get a chance to, to sh- sort of show um, what he can do. Yeah, but Fra- Fantasy Freako tweeted out earlier today that Frampton has scores of 141, 145, 167 and 175 in the sandfall. Obviously not all in a row when they're across the year, um, but when, when it goes right for Frampton, it looks like it does go right. His two AFL games for 2019, round 9 and 10 against Gold Coast and Hawthorne, 62 and 25, respectively. There's no doubt he, he would be an up-and-down player, as all young position, key position players are, but certainly one to keep an eye on. Hugh Greenwood. Damo, how excited are you from a Supercoach prospect about Hugh Greenwood? Could we be starting the year with about five Gold Coast players potentially in our side? We may well, and I think Greenwood would pretty much be at top of the list of eligible Gold Coast players you'd want to pick up. Yeah, and assuming Gold Coast also pick up uh, Raul and Anderson with picks one and two as well, they would they would create a few headaches for people as well. Absolutely. Foz um, finished the season at 450 odd, 430k. You'd think he'd be about 450 next year. Is that a, and that's an annoying price. Are you still potentially looking at Hugh Greenwood as an op, like a mid-priced starting option? It is an annoying price. Um, I'd probably look at him more intently if it was close to that 400k mark, but if it's going to be around 450, I reckon that's probably just a little bit too expensive for a player like him. 
you know, hasn't played a whole lot of games for a 27-year-old, hasn't really proven himself to be an absolute gun. Like, he gets a lot of contested ball, which is great, but um, I can't see Gold Coast really doing that well, um, well enough to warrant selecting him, especially when there are going to be players that are, you know, 50 to 100k uh, more expensive that are going to be better options and you can sort of try and find a bit of extra cash somewhere else by downgrading them. Another mid-price play to a, you know, a, a rookie instead, um, you're probably going to find yourself making more money and making more points as well uh, by doing that sort of thing instead of going for a, um, Radio, sorry, a Hugh Forz, Forz, I'm, I'm just going to have to cut you off. I'm getting some 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 news coming in th- over the headpiece through uh, through our list manager, Lek. Apparently, you've you've been traded to the Hawks for a, a future fourth rounder, so I'm just going to have to cut you off. Thank you for, for all your work you've done for the club over the past season. We've loved having you, but um, no, that future fourth, we Alistair Clarkson has some serious dirt on me, and it cannot get out. So um, off to the Hawks yeah, you go, Bamo. Um, there's only yeah, one sense. trade left to have a quick uh, chat about. Darcy Cameron to Collingwood. Is there any relevance to this? Is is Cameron just going to end up playing in the twos for ages? I guess the question is, does he play ahead of Mason Cox? Because Darcy Cameron has the better natural football ability, and apparent and. There could, and there probably has been complications with his eye, from what I'm hearing. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll we'll have to play it by year. But yeah, from from my sort of vantage point, looking at it, just sort of strolling, it almost seems like Cameron's moving simply to play VFL and as insurance as to if Grundy leaves at the end of next season. But I, I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. If he if he does plonk it full forward and pinch it in the ruck at 130-odd K or 120K, would you consider him? Absolutely. Fair enough. Correct answer. Um, we just hope that he gets that forward uh, ruck eligibility. Otherwise, um, this might just do us for this crazy penultimate day of trades good luck sleeping this evening tossing and turning over the hill trade um, and we'll no doubt see you tomorrow maybe 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 fingers crossed community let us know your thoughts on who's in and who's out who's hot and who's not of today's trades jump into the comments um otherwise you know subscribe to the podcast everywhere you get your podcasts. It's good for us. If you can leave a rating, ratings are good. Um, jump onto jockreynolds.com and have a yarn with us. Otherwise, we're on Twitter. You can find me at Patch to the Max Demo. You can find me at Demo SC, getting stuck into St. Kilda fans. Absolutely. We love it. See you later, community. Happy trading. <laughs>